happening in New York or across the globe. Learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, and uh, taking a little bit of a break from that top story, uh, dealing with the Durham report and so forth, because I want to I want to focus on something that was published in Newsweek on Mother's Day of this week, uh, this last weekend. Uh, and it was uh, published by Emma Waters, who's a visiting fellow at the Independent Women's Forum. If you listen to this show any amount of time, you know I love to have the IWF ladies on because they are thinking so clearly and making the case so clearly in today's world where there's a lot of confusing messages about what it means to be a modern woman. Uh, but Emma Waters' entire piece in this week's Newsweek was all about how the messaging of motherhood and parenting is being presented and how it's unhelpful uh, given current trends. She now joins me. Emma, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me on. Absolutely. What made you want to write this piece? So this year, I actually celebrated my first Mother's Day as a mother myself. Congratulations. Thank you. And going into the season, I was reflecting on my own journey into marriage and into motherhood. And one of the things that struck me was the way that other women in my life, um, other influencers, mentors, um, and even other mothers, really shaped my own interest in motherhood, sometimes for better and sometimes for worse. Um, Because many times the way that we um, hear motherhood described, it's often in a very negative light. So it's something that takes from women. It takes your time, your body, your sleep, um, and even your sense of self. And that message is far from compelling. So in my own journey, I found myself having to overcome some of the negative messaging to come to a place where I was interested in becoming a mother. Um, And obviously in the process, I've discovered much of the beauty of it and wanted to write a piece that really challenged some of the common messages we hear around the topic. Let's just get a a sample of those because you listed several, but Women today are less likely, you gave some discouraging statistics in there, to even want to become a mother or or are becoming mothers themselves. Uh, what's causing that? Yes. So one study by Morgan Stanley in particular estimates that by the year 2030, 45% of American women aged 25 to 44 will be both single and childless. And so in a handful of studies that have been done, the reasons for this range from things like um, your financial situation, work-life balance, housing prices, and even climate change. But across the board, one of the number one reason that studies have found um, is that women are concerned about their personal independence or their sense of self. Meaning that they are feeling like they're going to lose that if uh, this child comes into their life. That's correct. Yes. And that their whole world will then somehow be reduced. Well, that's what they've been told, right? I mean, the whole idea, I played a video yesterday from Lila Rose of live action with uh, another, uh, someone who was opposing her on a podcast called the at whatever podcast and the argument, (laughs) and it's like, sometimes they don't even understand, I think how their, their argument comes out, but her opponent was saying, well, if you if you have sex and you just you you can't under any circumstances allow the baby to to be there, I mean it it starts to uh, when you when you hear some of them begin to verbalize some of this stuff, you begin to see that they don't view motherhood uh, or parenting as especially important at all. No, that's exactly right. It's viewed um, at best as a necessity that you have to do in order to have kids continue the human race. And at worst, it's seen as something that actually degrades you. 
um, is something that should be avoided at all costs. Um, so, and even you see this in various circumstances where in an attempt to balance the responsibilities of the home and the responsibilities of children, it ends up sounding more like, um, I don't know, a legal divorce settlement where you're saying, well, I'm going to do this, but only if you do that. And it really misses the beauty of what the home can offer and the beauty of what a child brings to your life. That right. this isn't something that just takes from you, but it brings so much life and wonder um, and this new perspective and frankly, new relationships that you won't have the opportunity to, opportunity to experience in any other setting. I wanted to touch on that because you brought out both biological and relational benefits that women experience in becoming mothers that I've never heard anyone articulate before. Just touch on a couple of those. Yeah. So a couple that I thought were really interesting. Um, so first, um, so prolactin, which is a breastfeeding hormone, um, is actually highest around 3 a.m. in a pregnant woman's life. Um, and so this means that it tends to wake her up and cause her to stay awake for a few hours um, or an hour or so every night. And so this sort of insomnia is oftentimes degraded as yet another uh, drawback of pregnancy. But in reality, this is something that actually prepares the woman to wake up with the child throughout the night so that you're already conditioned to do so. Um, so you're not having to start on sleeplessness right when your child is born, but you're actually better prepared to do it. Um, and another one that is particularly interesting is something called fetal, fetal microchimerism. Um, so this is when um, a mother and her unborn child actually share blood cells during pregnancy. It goes both ways. And the baby's blood cells play a powerful role in protecting the mother from injury or life-threatening illnesses. And so these cells can re remain in a mother her entire lifetime after the child has been there and help heal things like C-section wounds. Um, it slows the aging process process, which I'm a big fan of. Um, and it makes women actually less likely to die from any cause. And what's so incredible about this is this is something that the child is actively bringing to your life. Um, and in one study, they found that fetal cells that were left over from an abortion, so a child that wasn't even born, helped rebu rebuild an entire lobe from a woman's liver who was fighting cancer. I mean, this is incredible. Like this, this child's cells literally saved this woman's life, even though it was only in her for about 20 weeks. Well, take that one step further in the, the revelation that you uh, create, you point out in the piece about how relationally there will never be people on planet earth that you'll have the opportunity as a mother to have as pure of a start with as, as your own children. Talk, talk about that aspect of it. Yeah, so Jordan Peterson has this great quote where he says that your kids want to have the best relationship with you that they could possibly have. Um, and they are more on board with this idea than anyone else in your life. And it, it really struck me that um, the loneliness that many people deal with um, and the desire that we have for the most intimate, um, meaningful relationships, it can actually be fulfilled through our children who genuinely think the world of each of their parents growing up. No, that's well said. And friends, it's a great piece. Emma Waters is the writer. It's in Newsweek from this last weekend, and it's all about having a different perspective of how we talk and uh, basically image the idea of motherhood and parenting uh, to uh, children today. Uh, Emma, thank you for being with us today. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. Let's do it again soon. You got it. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Don't go away.